Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. In order to be successful at podcasting, you need to get into a groove. You just do. You need to have a set of routines so that you can comfortably do this thing called podcasting day after day or week after week so that it continues forward. You got to develop a routine. If you don't have a routine developed, then there's a very good chance you're going to slip. That you're going to let things just fade out on their own. Now, that means processes. That means routines, as I said. And and I, by the way, have hated routines the vast majority of my life. I am not a person designed for routines. I am a free spirit. You might be saying the same thing out there. I like to do things different, change things up all the time. But I have discovered in my wizened years, look, routines are a survival mechanism for everything that you do in life. Everything that I do in life, if if there's no routine built around it, I'm probably going to stop doing it sometime very, very quickly. So you got to have a good get into the groove of podcasting. Hence the title, Finding Your Groove. You got to find a way to get into the groove. And if you've never done a podcast before, it's really hard to get into the groove. You can get into the groove of going to the gym by watching other successful people who go to the gym and following those routines. That's one thing. You can stay on your diet because you get into a groove because you're following a recipe plan. This is podcasting. Well, even though we've been doing it for almost 15 years now, there's not a lot of really good roadmaps out there. How do you get into a groove? Well, the clients that I work with, Many of them, that's one of the biggest things they come to me for. They get a set of routines from me, a repeatable process so we can do it week after week or two weeks after two weeks, whatever their time frame is. But we, I give them those processes, those hard, won, figured out, understood processes. We incorporate them within their own busy lives or busy work schedule. But it is a set of processes so they understand the process, which you're not going to get just by listening to podcasts because you listen to podcasts linearly, but podcasts typically, unless they're done live and off the cuff, are typically assembled from various pieces throughout the uh, an entire process of putting different pieces together into a, a cohesive podcast. Same. And so that makes it very difficult to listen to a podcast and learn what their process is. And even though there are a few schools of podcasting, hi, Dave Jackson, and other places like that where you can get trained on how to make a podcast, still, it's it's kind of intimidating. Yeah, you can read podcasting for dummies cover to cover if you want to. Third edition is out, by the way. I don't make any money off that one. But um, yeah, those are are ways to develop a a routine. 
And then there's also follow lots of information that's out there. But the but the best way to establish a routine is just start doing things in a conscious manner. Write down what you did. Did did it work? Did it work for you? And that's going to be your big challenge is when you're when you're figuring this out. I mean, it, it's the way you find it if you were in a groove or not has nothing to do with your listenership. The way you find it if your podcast is in a groove is does it get easier every time you record? Or ultimately, it may be hard for a while. There's a huge, huge, steep, steep, steep learning curve, if you will, which is the wrong term. But after that, it should start getting easier. Or and maybe the easier isn't the right way. It should certainly fit into your lifestyle better. It should fit into your program, the daily thing you go through, the weekly things you go through. Your podcast should eventually slot in nicely to them. When you've done that, then you know that you're in the groove, as we say. However, there is a negative to being in the groove, and that is when you're stuck in a rut. The difference between a groove and a rut, pretty tenuous at best. Because you don't want to jump out of the groove, and you can't jump out of a rut. But when you're stuck in a rut, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all. And I will posit to you that for many podcasters that get into the swing of things, get into a deep groove, that becomes a rut. And they don't know how to get out of it. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. If if it's working, there is that old adage of it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But the to me, the biggest danger of being in a rut is you don't know that there's a better way. You're, you're failing to see what's happening all around you. You're failing also to adapt and adjust with the times. The world rotates under your feet, it has been said before. And if you're not paying attention, you might be doing old things that aren't done that way anymore. That's, that's to me, the bigger danger of being in the rut is a failure to see what else is happening around you. So the biggest way to avoid the rut is making sure you're looking over the edge. You're not in so deep with your processes and your procedures and in your groove that you can't see what else is going on around you. And the biggest way that you can escape the rut is to look. And by look, of course, I mean listen. It's really a little concerning but not surprising how many of the clients I work with don't actively listen to podcasts or have two or three that they listen to. And they're all in their own element. They're in that same genre of what they do, which is always good to keep up with the competition. But you really should, and I applaud everyone, I applaud you specifically watching or listening to this right now because you obviously want to do something different. Great. You're already escaping the rut because you're looking at different ways to run your show. And this show, this episode is one of the many ways you're getting some exposure, but get exposure beyond that. Maybe join a podcast community or two with other podcasters that are in there talking about their processes, their procedures. Maybe you'll find, just by your connection with those others, maybe you'll find ways to keep you out of the, out of the rut. Here's one thing you shouldn't do when you think you might be in a rut. Don't ask your listeners. I mean, you can, but I would recommend not doing that because by and large, if you say to your listeners, you've been doing the show for five years and you say to your listeners, hey, I'm thinking about changing things up. I feel like I'm kind of in a rut. 
What should I do differently? The vast majority of your listeners, if they respond at all, will say, just keep doing what you're doing, but just do more of it. It's pretty much the only thing listeners ever tell you they want is more. So that's not an ideal situation because listeners are self-gratifying in nature. You have to go beyond that. You really have to go outside of your listener base. You have to find other ways to, to answer the question. But but really, the decision of whether you're in a rut or not, there's no indicator. There's no like little light that goes on on your recording device that says rut, rut. No, that's not happening. It's you. You should know if you are in a rut. Or, and it may feel a lot like a groove. But if you are in a rut, I suggest getting out. And the simplest way to do it, just listen. Just go listen to other stuff. Go get other opinions from outside of your listener base. Join a few communities. See how that can help. And if you think you are in a rut, or maybe you need help establishing your groove, you're worried about this podcasting thing. Well, as I mentioned before, this is how I help my sh- many. Uh, this is one way I help my clients by providing them the processes to successfully launch and keep running their business-focused podcast year, day after day, month after month, year after year. It'll keep it going. Get in touch with me, Evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Podcastlaunch.pro has lots of packages that I provide to my existing clients. And I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, 
Take care and spread the word.